Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to your new favorite podcast. It's your boy, Keith B. This is episode three of the F Your Feelings podcast, a statement that's actually a question about faith, family, fatherhood, friendship, and everything in between. I'm one of your co-hosts. Uh, today, you know, I have my other co-hosts, Mike and David. Mike, David, what's good, people? Ooh, what's happening, good Pam? What's, what's happening? Hey. Excellent, man. Not much. So, uh... All right, so we'll jump in today's topic. So today's topic is going to be centered around fatherhood or, or manhood. So what it means to be a dad or or man in, in today's society. So, you know, um, threw up a couple questions for us to just sort of uh, shape the conversation. Starting off with, uh, what's the most challenging thing you've been faced with as a dad? Like what, what, what obstacle that you feel like you had to overcome, you know, in those early years of being a dad? Just open it to the floor. I'm new to this, David, so you probably got a few more stories <laughs> than me. <laughs> um, honestly, man, I think my biggest challenge was I was just really afraid of of stepping into that role as as a dad, you know, knowing enough to impart real wisdom into another small person mm-hmm. um, and to help them along this journey because, you know, in, I waited – later in my life to have kids is literally because of the fear um, of not knowing of if, if I would be able able to be a good dad, not having that um, those positive male role models that was there as dads um, really gave me kind of anxiety about having kids in in the first piece. Um, And then being stable enough to, to provide the type of life that I wanted to give, um, my kids. So those that was that was getting out of my own head and getting out of my own way to actually step into that role. I think was my biggest challenge. Yeah. So I guess a sidebar question, at least for me, and I'll, I'll even answer it first. Um, and just be real, like you know, what what were were either of y'all scared or or nervous about being a dad, like like early on? And so for me. Personally, I was, bro, I ain't gonna lie, like, you know, once again, you know, all my Christian folks, excuse my language, you know, I was scared shitless, bro. Like, I mean, like, if I'm keeping it 100, like, I mean, I I watched my dad um, do a phenomenal job with me and my sister, you know, shout out to the elder. Um, You know, he he definitely um, put his work, you know, blood, sweat, and tears into, you know, providing and being a dad, but, um, I also saw how we used to frustrate the hell out of them. <laughs> and so, you know, being real, bro, like, you know, I, you know, a part of me, you know, I got married part, obviously, cause I love my wife and I, you know, I felt like, that's, you know, God called us to be together. But in addition to that, you know, I wanted a family um, because honestly, that's, that's what I saw growing up. So, um, but once the time actually came, like once, you know, she called me and she said, oh my gosh, like, you know, I'm pregnant. Like, I remember, like, you know, she was crying and I was trying to keep it together. And I said, you know, baby, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Man, I got off that phone. I was like, Lord Jesus. Like, <laughs> what have what I done? The hell did I just get myself into, <laughs> bro? Like, like, you know, so I don't know, man. You know, so, yeah, I mean, like, how, how do y'all feel? Like, like, what was, what was your first feeling of being, like, you know, told that you're about to be a dad? Um. I think I'll, I'll say, and, and this is not popular, but 
I think questions like, what if I don't like my kids? Mm. And I'm, I'm serious. I'm being totally serious. I know a lot of adults now, parents don't mess with. Them. You know what I mean? Right. It could right. be that the right. parents are terrible. It could be that they're terrible. And probably my biggest fear was, I'm like, man, what if I don't like these people? Yeah, but bro, like that's that's something you think about thirty years down. Bro, no, I'm, I'm thinking you don't that. like a baby. <laughs> hey, you don't like babies. We say fresh out the womb. Bro, <laughs> I'm taking you to twenty. Like I don't like you, little dude. Listen, man. What 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 do they? What can they do for themselves? They fresh out the womb. They looking at you. You looking at them. Right, right. What do they do? They poop. They eat and they sleep. Facts. And they be cute. Naked sometimes. Right. Yes. <laughs> I mean, and, we, and we, we should also be honest. The first couple of weeks when they first come out, you know, baby, oh, babies man. look kind of alien. Let's not <laughs> let's be transparent and honest about that, bro. When, when 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 my son came out, I looked at him like, "You don't look nothing like me." And I looked at at my wife, and I'm like, "Is this something you want to tell me? That <laughs> what you like, doing? Right? Like I'm like, bro, like he is like ten shades lighter than me, like." You know, and she's like, oh, he's going to darken up. He's going to darken up. You know, and, and he did eventually, but even then, he's still lighter than me. But like, you know, hey. it's all good. It's funny how genes work, man, especially with complexion. You know, you just never know what you're going to get, you know. It's but yeah, uh, the first question you said, what's the most challenging thing you faced as a dad? I, I would say probably something that happened last year. Um, my oldest child fell off the bar stool. Mm. And um, you know, it's a situation where she's bleeding and um my wife went out of town. Mm. But thank God I had somebody else there at the house with me. But it was kind of a scary situation because you know, she is only she's three. She can articulate very well, but at the same time, you know, I can't just say what exactly is hurting? You know, do you have a headache? What type of headache? So, so on and so forth. So uh, I'm, I'm doing the best that I can, you know, also, and then, you know, we're still in COVID. So you're taking, I'm, I'm going to a hospital I've never been to, taking her to a hospital she's never been to, you know, trying to navigate those situations and answer as many questions as I can. You know, why would, why would a child fall off of a bar stool? Well, child is a child. You, you, you can only kick the island so many times before it tips over. Dang. True, you know, True. and and, and that, that's something that you know she sits on that every single day, so it's not something I ever expected. But I, I think the biggest challenge was just the mental aspect of man, something happened, and I physically could not control the outcome. Gotcha. And just wow. thinking about you know, blaming mentally the dance of, well, what if I did this, or maybe I should have done that. You know, thank God it worked out, she got some stitches at night, one of the best days of her life because. She came home with a bunch of uh, toys and stickers and so on and so forth. But nevertheless, just the the, the, the never-ending questions of could I, should I, or did I? Hmm. Yeah, that's huge. That's dope. That's real, man. That's yeah, real. I mean, honestly, man, when I think about the most challenging, I think about that first year. Like, that first year, you know, obviously, there's – those beautiful moments where, you know, you see your kid laugh or smile or, you know, you see them having fun. Um, but man, dude, that first year for me was like, I had, I had a lot of moments where I felt like 
I was just in pure hell. Like it was just, it was so intense that like, I mean, yo, like real talk. Like, I mean, I don't even know if dudes can actually go through postpartum, but like, I felt like, bro, I felt like I was going through postpartum. Like it was like on a level where, I mean, I don't know. I was stressed out. I mean, my job was already making me sort of stressed out. And so add a kid on to it, you know, I mean, and then, you know, me and my lady, we both work, you know, she's a nurse, I'm an engineer. And so our schedules, right? Like there was always a hard time having, you know, things align up between our two schedules. She worked 12 hour shifts, you know, I worked Monday through Friday, nine to five. And so like, I remember, you know, my son having to go to uh, daycare at like three months old. Wow. We didn't, wow man. Exactly, man. Like, I mean, you know, neither one of our parents were retired. We didn't, you know, we we were in a city where we didn't have a lot of family. You know, family was like within an hour's drive, but, you know, still like they had jobs. So like, it wasn't like we had a lot of help. And so like, um, you know, so yeah, I mean, we, we had to go look for daycares to uh, put them in. And I remember like dropping them off you know, early in the morning and he would have yeah. like this look like at, at three months old, he used to right. look at me like, daddy, you really going to do this to me? <laughs> right, what? right. Like you really doing this to me? You know, like he would look so sad, dude. And so, um, at least at the first one, but the second one, he seemed to like, you know, click with the teacher. So I, I right. it was a really good thing. But, um, but yeah, with my wife working 12s, bro, like, you know, I had to like, you know, get her stuff together. Like she would, she would leave the house by the time, by the time she was leaving the house, I was like, just getting out of bed. And so like, yeah. I'm like getting this stuff together, making bottles, getting this bag, you know, then I, I, I got to get dressed and then, yeah. you know, drop them off, go to work, leave work, pick them up, come home, you know, fix some bottles, you know, fix, you know, something, something, either pick up something to eat on the way home or, you know, make, make something in the kitchen, right? You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, my lady worked 12. So, you know, and that was the routine for about a year. And then I went through a a quick stint at my job where they had me working third shift. And so like, yeah, dude. So like, I would literally, when, when my wife would come home from work, I would go to work and then like, work through the night, get off, come home in enough time to where, you know, by the time she's getting ready to leave, I'm, 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 I'm at the house getting his stuff together, getting ready to, you know, take him back to daycare, drop him off. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then cycle. come back home, go to sleep and then wake up and you know what I'm saying? And so like, you know, I was going through all of that, um, you know, before he even turned one and, uh, Man, dude, I ain't gonna lie, dude. Like that, that, that year made me literally say to myself, "Yo, f this, I'm not gonna have no more kids." Because, like, you know, this is for the birds. Like, nobody told me it was gonna be like this. I was with my grandmama way more, like, you know, as a child. Like, where is his grandparents at? Like, I need some help. Like, you know, and so I don't know, man. Like that, that was the most challenging part for me. But, um, but that's 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 heavy though. You know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of guys are dealing with it, but don't know how to articulate it. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Like that whole grind. It's like, okay, now I gotta work. I gotta make sure little man is together. Now I gotta make sure you know, 
mommy, she together because, you know what I'm saying, she can't really shake nothing because she doing 12s. Right. So she get up by the time she get is, – is sundown when she leaves, sundown when she come back home. Yeah. So, you know, that that's tough. Like, people always talk about single parents. It's kind of like that whenever you have those complexities. You know, yeah. because y'all, even y'all time, y'all intimate time to be together, somebody sleep because we tired because we've been running. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. You know, and, and that's, man, a lot of times we don't pay attention to those things. We really don't, you know, because we so focused on we got to keep everything going. We got to make sure we're okay when and we're not even thinking about it. We're not okay. Right. We're not okay at all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I, I, man, I trust me. I, I feel you on that piece. Like, yeah, my, I, my first daughter. I was in Iraq when mm-hmm. she was born. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm I'm there fighting, trying to get back home, trying to figure out. You know, is the house still intact? <laughs> wow, that's heavy. <laughs> you know, yeah. It, it and it was it was it was it was tough, but still at the same time, back then I didn't know how to speak on those things. I didn't know how to articulate, okay, I'm really depressed about the fact that I can't be there. Well, I wasn't there when my daughter came into the world. Right. Like that piece, I could, I could, back then I could never say that because it was, I always had to keep up the masculine, you know, vibrato. I'm okay. I'm good. You know, when, it came out of other ways. It came out of my anger and my aggravation and frustration and, you know, how I dealt with other people in that circle. Right. Um, so, yeah, bro, like those those pieces, a lot of times we don't talk about them. We just really don't because we supposed to always have it together. Yep. Yep. And to that point, I mean, that kind of takes me back to like manhood. Right. Like, I mean, you know, you're sort of raised to, you know, my daddy used to always tell me, you know, you know, you got to tough, tough it up, you know, tough through it. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, bro, like, I ain't gonna lie though. Like, you know, you touched on something in regards to what it made me think of mental health and mental health is so important, bro. Like it's like, to me, it's critical. Like, I mean, you know, and I I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking, you know, people who live at the gym and work out, you know, and work physically on their bodies. But if your mind is not right, you cannot do anything for your body. Like that's, you know, it all starts upstairs in my opinion. Um, And I say that because, you know, like it was within that first year for the first time ever, I actually seeked, you know, you know, health counseling in in regards to my mental health. Um, I actually sat with a counselor and, and, you know, and it helped. It helps a lot, man. Absolutely. So, yeah, man. And it's cool for us to even talk about it, just to dispel that whole I ain't going as as a black man. I ain't going to talk to nobody about my problems. Everything that goes on in my house, staying in my house, while that's killing you. Yep. <laughs> Literally, bro. Like honestly, man, for like the first eight years of my military career, I should have been getting counseling. Had been through two deployments, mm. and you know. I wasn't right. right. <laughs> Straight up. Right. You know, it was just that aggression and like, ain't nobody going to test me. Ain't nobody going to say nothing to me. You come at me crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you have it. Right. And all of that stemmed from 
the stuff that I had been through, the bottled up hurt and pain. Yeah. So yeah. with that piece, I'm never letting nobody take me back to those places. So how am I going to stop that? I'm aggressive. Right. My mouth is reckless. Yep. You know, those pieces and being able to sit down with somebody and be like, okay, why do you feel that way? What happened in your childhood? What happened here? And being able to pinpoint those specific sections, okay, this happened. That switched my mindset. So I started reacting like this and I got better results because I was able to be a butthole about it. Right. So that's where that come from. So now how do I change that? And those thought processes came from me being able to sit down with a counselor and be like, yo, that's kind of jacked up, but let's figure out why. Let's figure out where that come from. Put a pin there. And now let's figure out how to re how to make you how to rethink the whole situation so that you can respond in a better manner. Um and that's man, that's been life changing for me, bro. Right. For real. I like that. I agree. I do too, man. I think that um I think that the stigma of mental health, uh, at least in my circle, uh is a lot lesser than it was in the past. Um, I think a lot of times we have to break things down and make them simple for everybody to process. For example, I like to think of mental health um, as we use a car as an example. When you, with your car, you have a service advisor, you have a maintenance schedule. You take your car in at X number of thousands of miles, not saying that there's anything wrong, but you go through these just checks yep. just to check these boxes, make sure everything's good to go. So if people look at it like that, you know, you're taking your car into to someone that is trained, they're a professional. Same thing with mental health counselors, psychiatrists, everything. You know, they are trained healthcare professionals. Absolutely. You know, they might help you unlock some things that you didn't know could have, uh, you know, been stumbling blocks or holding you back to help you uh, that can help you reach your your maximum potential. So, and, and since we're there, I even say this, the same thing about um, sexual health, sexual health yeah. in the sense that uh, people knowing their status, you know, for years, specifically, you know, when it comes to men and uh, just that's in our circles, you know, it's not a common question to say, Hey dog, you know, when's the last time you got uh, a HIV test or, or an STD yeah. test or things like that. Mm-hmm. And I say it that way because you know, I know that I know that we are married. You know, it's, uh, the presumption is that you know we are not stepping out in our marriages, which is which for me, you know, I, that's a fair presumption. But at the same time, you know, I have friends, families, loved ones who are uncomfortable having that conversation. Right. So you know, can say, "Hey, man, listen. You know, well, you know that I'm married or whatever, but I still got my test done too, so it's not scary. Don't worry about it. You know, you've already." When you do your annual physical, your annual checkup, they're taking vials of blood anyway. Just tell them right. to take another vial for this. Run it. You know what I'm saying? Just run, run it, it, man. It's, it's not going to hurt you. So so I like that. Basically, what I'm saying is I just think that we should we should continue to normalize health, all aspects of health, mental health, physical right. health, you know, et, et cetera. The 360, you know, saying view of it, like not just take one part of it, but take the holistic outlook of being healthy all the way around. Um, it's key because truth be told, if, if 
if you're healthy, if you, your thought processes are clear, you know, if, if you know that you, your status, um, it puts you in a better mind space, you know, creatively, um, physically, it's, it's just a better place to be, you know, and for, for me and my, my, my mindset, you know, that's, if, if my mind is not right, ain't nothing right. <laughs> right. Right. Ain't nothing right. You know what I'm saying? I can't be creative. My thought processes are cloudy. You know, I'm rational. I'm irrational in, the, in my decision making and how I'm moving. You know, so yeah, I think it's 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 all the way around. Like like you were saying, like to be for real, for real, man. Yeah, man. You know, it made me think of something my wife told me that um, she. Uh, I believe they, 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 they taught her this, you know, it's, it's kind of a simple concept, but they taught her this in nursing school that um, a sick person can't nurse someone back to health. Mm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like if, if you're the person that's sick, you mm-hmm. can't provide, you know, efficient health care to get someone else back on their feet. And that kind of makes me think about being a, a parent, um, a right. dad and a husband. Like, you know, if you're, if you're not mentally in a good place how effective are you going to be able to be um being a dad or being a husband you know? come on well come on i like that i'll, I'll go in on that if you want yeah, absolutely so you know just some transparency in my life um and i am aware of some of the i'm aware of the struggles that i have and you know i feel like a lot of ways when it comes to different situations it's almost like we have a, a roll of the dice well my role of the device the role of the dice is depression i've struggled with depression um i've had some pretty tough bouts with it throughout my life you know to the point that i've had to take medication before but that was a situation like what you just talked about you know your person knows when you're struggling yeah and when you're hurting, they hurt too. Right. And it, and it got to a situation for me where I was really, really struggling. And I told my wife, I said, hey, I actually need to, uh, we need to figure this out. Because I could see that me being hurt was hurting her. Right. right. And, and that was a step that I felt was a very healthy step for me and a healthy step, you know, for us to move forward. And it goes back to what you said with the parenting, being willing to sacrifice being willing to do better for yourself to be better for others you know i'm gonna use the example that they on the airplane you know whenever when the plane is about to go down they tell you to put your mask on first absolutely absolutely and i think i think it's the same thing yeah no i agree man and you know it's kind of funny um i go back and forth with my pops a lot because um you know he always have this concept and a lot of us do right that your your kid comes first right you know and and i get it right like 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 your your, your child is obviously hmm. you know child or children are, are very important to you but at the same time again like how can you be there for them if you're not you know in a right place and then even more importantly like you know just to even think about your significant other and your spouse like yo like right. like don't get me wrong like I, I tell my wife all the time, I said, you know, yo, like he's going to be good. Like he has a ton of people 
that are in love with him, looking out for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I mean, we love him, obviously, you know, but we have to take care of each other. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to make sure that we're good. So that way we can be the best parents we can be for him. So, but yeah, man, no, I, I, I I definitely agree with both of y'all's points. So. Absolutely, man. I, I'm, I'm, you got to show up for yourself and show up for each other because, you know, the kids right. can leave, you know, and right. we want them to sprout their wings and go do better, you know. But if we ain't showing up for each other when it's time for them to leave and that you invested so much in, into them, they fly the coop and then you left with you. And at that point, y'all don't know each other no more. Right. And that, I've seen that happen um, up close. You know, impersonal, and uh, yeah, it, it happens a lot more often than you think. So, and that kind of brings us into like the next question, like life before the kid, right? Like, you know, what what was life like before you had kids, and, and how did that change, man? I mean, I know for me and my wife, you know, we uh, we traveled, you know, we went went out, you know, we were, you know, we lived life, right? You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, boom, like this this giant meteor hits your life you know, in the form of a little person and, and everything is altered, you know, at least for me, that's how it was. So um, how, how was it for you guys? Like, 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 did y'all feel that immediate impact? And, you know, what, what, what was your day to day or what, or, or what kind of things did you do prior to having, you know, your, your, your kids in your life? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um, like you say, you have so much more time for each other, you know, you have that courtship and you have that, you know, that moment the way y'all, y'all depending on each other straight out. It's just y'all two against the world. Um, and for me, our, our, our situation was a little complex because literally we got married eight, like eight, nine months about to have a baby and I get deployed. <laughs> And I get to play again. So, like, it was it was tough for us. Well, it was tough more so for my wife because she was having to, one, get acclimated to a military culture, two, go through a pregnancy uh, without me and me trying to schedule every month somebody going flying to Atlanta to be with her to make sure that she's okay. Right. Um, and then me trying to make sure I made it home to be with the baby whenever she's born and then having to get into mindset of, okay, now I got to go back to um, Iraq and finish up six more months to come back home to the family situation. Um, right. So for, for it was, it was, it was really crazy for us, you know, and, before that, we was having a ball. We would, I'm in the army. I'm not supposed to be nowhere outside of 300 mile radius, and we flying to Colorado because she was a flight attendant. Nice. For oh, <laughs> the weekend, so she'll be in, you know, Colorado, LA, all kinds of places, and I just hop on it. But after I get off, I go to the airport, change hey. clothes, and you know, we traveling. We having a ball. That's what's up. You know, but little mama, she came and all of that was like, uh, 
now let's figure this out. <laughs> right. Right. So so yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm just I you know, like it's funny because sometimes, you know, and I try not to, you know, I, I think innately you tell yourself, you know, don't judge somebody because you, you really don't know what season of life they're in and stuff like that. But, you know, sometimes I look at other parents and like, you know, they'll push out a kid or, or, or you know, they'll, they'll have kids in their lives, but they still move exactly the same as they did before. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because in their minds, they can still keep keep up that lifestyle, like, right. you know, still clubbing, still, you know, traveling and doing, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, you know, if, if, if you have the means, if you have the support system yeah. to do it. Then kudos to you. I mean, low key that that makes me probably a, a bit envious because I ain't got it like that. So, um, but you know, I don't know, man. I mean, like I, I commend them if you can, but man, dude, like you know, you know, I be talking to my homie and I'm like, bro, you know, what you up to, man? He's like, oh man, you know, I'm I'm going on a on, on a guys trip, you know, this weekend and the following weekend I'm gonna be in Atlanta and then the next weekend we going to the DR and I'm like, bro, like where's where's the kid at? What you doing with the babies? Right, where's the baby at, bro? Like he was like, "Oh man, you know, we left with the grandma." You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, "Must bro, like, be nice." That part, right? And then low key, I know your I know your either your mama or her mama is cussing one of y'all out for leaving them every weekend, you know, with the grandparents. Like I don't know. I mean, <laughs> what, what what are y'all thoughts on that, man? <laughs> Honestly, bro, I just, for me, like, and I, I gotta keep saying that for me, I, your priorities change, and, and I'm I'm older, right? So now my priorities have changed from my wants to how do we create the best representation of these young ladies that can change the world, right? And I can't do that <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. One, I'm not in the right space and making the right moves to set them up and have them to have the access and the exposure to the things in which um, I need them to have exposure to to change the world. Right. And if I'm running around doing all of that, then I that's time and that's energy and access and exposure that I've taken away from them. True. And at this point, it's not it's not so much about me um, and Nick. Absolutely, we gotta we gotta get our time. We gotta make sure that we're spending time with each other, but still at the same time balancing, making sure that they're okay as well. Making sure that we're spending that quality time with them, with the lines of communication open to, to where they could come talk to us about anything. Right. And some people could do that and, and still maintain, you know, that pace. But just my age and where I'm at now, I can't keep up with all that. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like a business. My wife, she running her business. Um, we making sure that we spend time with each other, but still at the same time, making sure that it's balanced. So the girls have their time with us and their access to us as well. You know, good point. And that's, you know, me taking off. Like, my mother-in-law is amazing. Mm. Absolutely, we could take her, take the girls to St. Pete. If we want her to come here, we could figure out a situation where she comes here. Um, and she would do it. However, for us, we want we we are so engaged into their experiences 
all the way from school to like this summer. It's like, let's go to Chicago. Let's go to Philly. Let's go see some of the stuff that you finna see in these books, in these school books. Nice. So those type of experiences, even after they leave, they'll be like, our parents took us to see this. Yeah. Right. I like and that. that's, you know, that's, that's, that's the difference. Like I'm at the point now, I ain't even, I ain't even on that. Like me and me and, me and baby, we could hit, hit DR whenever mom come for a week and we could still off for a couple of days. But my main priority is making sure that I, I put the correct energy into to these little ladies, man, so that they could be in a room and be comfortable in any room that they in. They could sit at a table with kings or they could be out down at, you know what I'm saying, close to the trap house and still be comfortable and cool. Right. You know what I'm saying? I like that yeah. too. Um, so you asked what was life like. I'll tell you, actually sometimes I look through my phone and I and I look through the pictures the day before my first child was born, and that's the difference. <laughs> before that, you know, it's pictures of we going to brunch, we going out of town, we on a road trip, and then afterwards, I'm taking pictures. Of Keith, and Keith, I know you can relate. This. I'm taking pictures of diapers because I don't know what I'm buying. I'm taking pictures of yep. nipples in the store. I'm like, hey, is this what you what I need to buy? Because I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm taking pictures of bibs and strollers and car seats. Is this the one I need to get? And pictures of the child. So yes, it went from <laughs> it went from it, it went from like Instagram to real life overnight. I mean, it, it just it, it changed. But I'll tell you, man, you know, myself too, we had children a little later. And I mean, I, I don't know everybody's situation, but you know. At times, it's not always the easiest for people to have kids. So for us, it was a lot of prayer, a lot of patience, you know, a lot of waiting. And then, you know, when God blessed us with our first, that was that was important. So, yeah, it, it changed instantly. It changed overnight. You know, honestly, I had never changed a baby's diaper before. I didn't know what I was doing. Never changed a baby's diaper. Never made a bottle. I didn't know how to put him to sleep, and I'm going to tell you this, and I would never stop saying this as long as I live. Keith, I'm not going to say your last name, gave me the most impactful statement I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and I'm going to keep I know y'all tired of this story, but I'm going to tell it again. Uh-uh. Keith had a Super Bowl party at his house. Him and his wife, they hosted us. It was a bunch of other people. We were having a good time. It was, uh, it was Atlanta versus New England. I remember it because I was saying crazy stuff. But anyway, at a certain point, it was almost halftime. I looked at Keith. I said, where's the baby? He said, oh, he right here. I said, what you mean? He in the room? He said, no, no, he right here. And I said, I, I said, Keith, you need us to, you, I said, you need us to be quiet or anything? He said, no. He said, this is my house, and he adapts to me. And that right there changed everything for me. It changed everything. <laughs> It changes the way that I view parenting. It changes the way I interact with my children. And I'll tell you how so. My kids, when they're asleep, they're asleep. When we're in the car on road trips, when they go to sleep, I turn the music up. Because they're going to they, they have to learn to sleep in the car. Like, seriously. People say, why do you talk to your children like they're 25 years old? I said, because Lord willing, someday they will be 25 year old, year old. And they're going to need to know how to talk to people. I'm not going to bring my conversation down to their level. They're going to bring theirs up to mine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's that's like I said, Keith, I know you think I'm joking that's when I tell you that impacted me, but it did. It that's really, really did. 
I mean, that's how I was raised, man. I mean, like, we adjusted to my dad. Like, my dad was, like, the elephant in the room and not the one in the corner. (laughs) Right. You feel me? Like, so when he stumped, you know, we we knew to get out the way. So, like, that's that's just kind of how it went, man. And, and yeah, I – that's that's how I, I kind of raised Josiah. Now sometimes you know, and I, I almost I'm, you might call me a hypocrite, you know, in some ways because, bro, like it was so bad when when he when he was born. I was I ain't gonna like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big car person, right? So I, at the time before he was born, I had a I had a Dodge Challenger. Yes, you did. And uh, yeah, yeah, I had a Dodge Challenger on twenty two. Yes, yes, uh, two twelves in the back, um, bumping. Yeah, and so my. <laughs> And my wife was like, hey, you're going to have to get rid of all that. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you need to get something more family-oriented. I said, okay, bet. Bro, I came home with a scat pack Dodge Charger. <laughs> I don't know if people know about that car, but yes, that sir. car stock has 485 horsepower and, like, 500 pound-feet of torque. <laughs> and so, and I put a loud exhaust on it, and I I moved my 12s over. Yes, he and did. And so, like... I would I would pull up the Mike house and be bumping. And they'd be like, oh, where's Josiah? I'm like, oh, he right here. <laughs> like, and they was like, wait a minute. You bumping trap music and your, and your son is in the back? And I'm like, yeah. And they was like, how? And I'm like, he likes the vibration. I don't know. Like, he just falls asleep. And he go to sleep. <laughs> well, yeah. and, and so, like, What's crazy is like, you know, to this day, like, I mean, he's, he's, you know, you know, I, I know a lot of parents going to judge me, you know, cause you know, the music thing. And I, I play the edited versions now. Cause now he can remember the words. Right. Like, <laughs> bro, I was low key. Like, and none of y'all are going to judge me. It's okay. Um, bro, I was bumping, uh, the baby. I was playing Shug. Um, and like on the chorus part, like there's one part of the chorus part where he go, yeah, yeah. And, and I heard Josiah say it, and I was like, oh. I turned it down, and I was like, you know this song? He's like, yeah, I like this song. I was like, okay, oh. yep, yep. <laughs> when he playing this song, <laughs> like, like, can't have him, you know, He got to school. <laughs> yeah, from the, from, uh, the baby at, at the monastery. We're going to get kicked out real quick. Um, but yeah, man, like, I mean, yeah, they got to adjust to you, man. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that you don't make changes to accommodate oh, of course. having this extra person, right? Oh, yeah. You know, but, but, but you definitely, you know, you, I, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a balance, right? Like, right. and, and kind of brings me to that, the next topic, like, you know, a lot of people feel like sometimes when you become a parent that uh, it can alter or hinder your life goals or aspirations, right? Like, and, 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 and to that, I say that I won't say it's a hindrance, but at the same time, it will cause you to change your appetite for life. Right? Like I used to be in the muscle cars and sports cars and you know what I'm saying? Now I look at trucks and SUVs and you know what I'm saying? Like stuff that's more family centered, like things that we can road trip on and, and, you know, and stuff like that. Like, you know, I used to be a tech tech junkie, like always had like the latest phone or TV or monitor, or, you know, whatever, you know, up on the new tech. Bruh, now I make stuff last. Like my TV just went out today and I just bought a motherboard because I'm going to try to fix that joint. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, Slap it in. Yeah. Though, you know what I'm saying? Like, because like, you know, my, my priority, to your point, David, my priorities have shifted. Yeah. And so now, you know, I see the bigger picture. 
And I'm, I'm more focused on, you know, teaching my son how to be a responsible person right. and make wise decisions. Right. And, you know, I'm more centered now on like building up some sort of legacy that I can leave to him. You know there what I'm saying? And go. so I don't know, like, I mean, it's not, it's not a hindrance, but it, de- it definitely is a, is a, an adjustment and a, and it, and it alters your path, um, you know, and it makes it different than what it was before. So, you know, absolutely. Absolutely. But I tell you, like having, having even, even a first daughter literally changed my whole outlook. Every piece of my goals shifted, you know, I've always been one. It's like, I, I, I didn't have much. So with not having much, it made me go hard. And then after I had a daughter, it was like, whoa, hold on. I want her to have everything in this world that I couldn't have mm. growing up. All the no's that it's like, no, I'm, I'm not telling her no. So it shifted my whole mindset into being like, I need to create a legacy. You know, I, I every night I would tell my daughter, you know, it's like, hey, look. You are a strong woman predestined for greatness. Amen. You're a leader, not a follower. You're the head, not the tail. You're above only, not beneath. You're beautiful. You're smart. You're strong. You have the ability to change the world. Straight up. Awesome. Love and that we're telling her that, bro. Like, for real, every night before we, and even, even now, my daughters, nice. like saying it, because out of your mouth, you create your destiny. Yep. Because it's real tune, you starting to hear it, that becomes in your heart. So whenever something happens, like, oh, crap, I messed it up. Okay, bet. let's get back on the tight. Let's run. So for me, it, it, it really became, okay, let's create generational wealth. Um, let's figure out how, we, how business go. Let's figure out how money works. You know, and even having, like, with my goals changing, my wife, her goals fell in line with, business that's where it, it, it whenever me and her locked in that's where it got crazy because understanding business created another way to figure out okay now that's generational wealth because we could pass all of this down right it's beautiful that's where we got stuck we had no way to understand how to pass all of this stuff down you know what i'm saying we would make money like you know you, your granddad had a had a store or he had a little restaurant or whatever, but he ain't know how to pass all of that down. So now learning those pieces, the goals change and figuring out, okay, this is how you pass this down. This is how you create generational wealth. This is how I stepped out. I'm not working for nobody else anymore. It's awesome. Here's how you do it. Um, and man, that's how it, it literally changed my whole life. It catapulted me into a mindset of, even back then, I'm not going to work for somebody my whole life. Right. That's what, you know, that's what that little girl, from when I first looked in the eyes, I was like, oh, it's, it's going to be a point where I'm not going to work for nobody else outside of our family name. That's awesome, man. I love that's that. Awesome. I love that. Yeah, man. I mean, just you saying that, that, I mean, that's, that's where my mind has been. Um, you know, 
and then you know and i don't know like some days man i have to check myself because i can i can i can have a uh, a bit of a pessimistic attitude um and, and sort of kind of talk myself out of it but you know that's 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 what i'm trying to align myself with you know being able to be self-employed but more importantly be able to leave something like you said to you to your kids like you know like i just think about my son and i'm like you know i mean don't get me wrong like i'm 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 extremely blessed. I'm thankful for the opportunities that the Lord has presented to me um, in, in my career. And I, I definitely strive for, um, you know, to be the best that I can. But at the same time, man, I just don't want him to be caught up in this nine to five life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, especially, you know, when the opportunities are there to really, you know, like you said, be self-employed and, 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 and you know, make your own dollar, you know. And then have the ability to, um, you know, share that knowledge and wealth with your community. You know what I'm saying? So, absolutely. You know, that's 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 what it's all about. So, took me a while to get there, but you know, we 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 we're we're renewing our minds, or I'm I'm renewing <laughs> my mind, and, and and making that shift. You know, so yeah, I I agree with that, man. I think one of the biggest things, um, that is, we'll say, altered for me is just being more intentional on what I'm putting out. You know, I want to, I want to put out positivity, man, because I think about what that's doing for my children. I'm like you said, we're, we're thinking about, you know, legacy and, and, and things down the road like that. Um, when I'm, when all of it said and, and done, I don't think that your children are going to sit at your funeral and talk about how much money you gave them or how big right. your house was. Um, right. You know, all of those things. I think they care more about what type of person you were, what type of father you were, what type of lessons you instilled to them, you know, your character. And, and those are the things that it makes me aspire to be better, to be better for myself, to be better for them. I'll be honest with you, Keith. One of the biggest things, man, is is really wanting to take a more active role, making sure that that mental health is together, making sure that physical health is together. You know, for us as well, making sure that spiritual mindset is together because although from a faith standpoint, um, the goal is to, is, to, is to meet the Father at the very end, you still want to maximize the time that you have on this earth. Absolutely. And the last thing that I would want is to leave prematurely for making bad choices. Right. So, yeah. I, so, yeah. So I would say being a father has made me want, uh, it's made me want more. It's, it's allowed me to see things that I didn't even know were possible. You know, I'll, I'll be real with you, you know, throughout, that's one of the benefits of having children later and, and being a little bit older because, you know, as you know, the, the higher you get up on this numeric scale, the more you see your mortality, you know? I'm like, you know, we know that there is a finite amount of time. You know, when you're when you're 21 years old, you're like, man, I got forever. But when that 21 turns into 25, that 25 turns into 30, that 30 turns into 35, et cetera, you're like, man, you know what? I, I'm counting down. <laughs> right, right. Bro, I mean, that, to, to that point, man, I mean, that that hits me hard. Cause like, you know, I, I don't, and I don't share, you know, I'm, I'm not a big person. You know, I have people like to post like their, uh, 
their 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 weight loss journey or goal or you know what I'm saying on social media. Like I don't I don't do that, but like you know I mean back back in that you know right right when my son was born, um, and even before then, um, you know, because I, I kind of like you might like I, I felt like I was struggling with depression. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with work and um man my weight was just like climbing climbing up man like I do I think I had got up to like 325 at one point like just super overweight super unhealthy and just you know didn't really have the the mental capacity to even care enough to do something about it um but to your point when my son was born and I started thinking you know, I looked at my dad and like you know he's diabetic and I'm like, you know, I went to the doctor, like my A1C was high and, you know, and not diabetic, but still, you know, close to being diabetic. And I was thinking to myself, like, man, like, I don't want to check out, you know, before my time, right? Like, I want to definitely make sure I can be around for my kid. And so, you know, and and it's funny, man, like, sometimes you need a change in scenery. Like, you know, I, I know to our listeners, like, you know, I don't know you don't know everyone's individual story, but at least for me, um, I was I was born and raised in Florida. Like, you know, I grew up in Tampa, um, was living in Orlando, lived in Orlando for about seven years. And then recently, I would say recently, quote unquote, you know, like within the last three years, uh, I migrated my family out to Texas. Uh, we're in Austin. And, you know, when I got here, um, I was able to change so many aspects of my life that I felt like was in disarray and kind of causing that depression. And since then, like, you know, I mean, I've lost about f- between 45 or 50 pounds. Wow. Um, Congrats, yeah, brother. Man, like, thank you, man. Appreciate it. I mean, I trust me, bro. Like, you know, low key, I'm still fat. So oh, <laughs> good. I'm, I, I still, I still got my dad by, you know, what, you know, so, but you know, it's, it's a journey, right? Like, you know, you take, you take one step at a time. And so, you know, in, in two years, I was able to drop about at least 40 pounds. It's somewhere between 40 and 50. And, um, you know, my, my diet has changed. My my um, exercise routine has changed. And my attitude has changed. Like, like you know, and it all started, you know, really with, you know, that 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 renewing of your mind and, and that shift, you know. Um, and that, and that kind of goes back to everything we talked about tonight, right? Mental health and, you know, just making better decisions, but like being a dad pushed me to be a better man. You know mm. what I'm saying? Okay. Because I wanted to make sure that my son didn't have the same struggles or didn't go through the same obstacles that I had to face. So I, I need to, I need to show him how to overcome those obstacles, you know? So that's, that's, that's what it's all about, at least for me. And uh, it's definitely a journey. You know, looking at him, I can see me and I can see the potential that he can achieve, you know, like, like, like for myself, like, I don't know, like I I struggle with self-confidence. Right. But my son, he's extremely like confident in himself. Like, you know, he think he's the the greatest thing since sliced bread. So, you know, um, and that's, it's, it's, it makes me laugh. It makes me smile and it's beautiful to watch. Um, you know, because those are the things that I worry about, you know, seeing, hoping that he won't have the same, you know, struggles and, and things that, that that I struggle with even to this day. So, but, uh, but yeah, man, but um, as we, as we wrap it up, do you guys have any closing remarks, man? Anything you want to leave with the listeners? I do. 
I, I want to say definitely everybody, no matter what you're going through, just remember that there's somebody else that's going through what you're going through right now. Um, it is okay to ask for help. If you need help, get help. If you have help to give, give it to someone else. You know, life life is a beautiful, precious thing. It's also very, very short. I remember being five years old and now I'm 40. Mm. It, it seemed like it just went so fast. Um, let's continue to normalize overall health, physical health, mental health, spiritual health, sexual health, mental health. Um, I said mental health twice. But anyway, you know, let's focus on let's try let's try to be the best versions of ourselves, you know, to be better people, to be encouraging, to be uplifting, to be a positive. And, that, and that's why that's why we are here, you know, on this show specifically to to try to to try to leave this place a little bit better than it was before. Hopefully someday, maybe, I don't know, our kids will listen and say, oh, man, you know, my dad, he was all right. Uh, (laughs) That's what I want, man. Yeah. So that's my message to everybody. Excellent, Um, man. David? If I had to say, you know, saying a message for the day is if you need help, go get help, you know, Surround yourself with people that has overcame the struggle in which you're in. Because, you know, truth be told, all of us are coming out of a valley or getting ready to go into one. Absolutely. So if you need it, surround yourself with people that has been through it. Do the hard work. Do the work. And come out on the other side and then go back and reach a hand and help somebody else that's about to come into what you just went through. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Blessed to be a blessing. Mm. Absolutely. Yes, sir. I always say that, man. Um, You know, and, 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 and Mike, to your point, like, that's what this platform is supposed to be, right? Like, you know, I mean, yes, in the midst of us, you know, chopping it up and laughing and joking, you know, we, we, we really want to be a blessing to our listeners. And so, um, let them learn through our, our life experiences and, you know, provide any insight to, uh, any topics that they, that they may have questions about. So, and, you know, which kind of bridges into our, our social media, like, you know, if you're out there and if you're listening to, you know, this podcast and, um, you know, there's, let's say there's a question that you have, or there's a topic you want us to touch on or talk about, feel free to, Stop by our social media at, at FYFpod. And then our email address is FYFpod at gmail.com or drop us a line at 407-243-8449. Um, again, man, we're, we're, we're here and, um, you know, we're, we're, we're always willing to uh, take on a challenge of, 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 you know, any any new topics or discussions. So by all means, um, please feel free to drop by and, uh, you know, let us know what you think of the uh, podcast. So. All right, everybody. Appreciate y'all. David, Mike, once again, thank you for another wonderful episode. Hey. Yes, sir. Y'all be blessed out there. Be safe. You dig? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. Take care.